What's up, guys? Brett Apple here from DailyFanMMA.com, back with another UFC Quick Picks on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC 292 this weekend. Aljamain Sterling versus Sean O'Malley in the main event. Zhang Wai Li, Amanda Lemos in the co-main event. 12 fights on the slate. Should be a fun one. As usual, I'm going to give you my favorite cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and a matchup I like from a DraftKings perspective. Before I do, why don't you subscribe to the channel, like the video, and comment below. Give me who you think, uh, well, I was going to say who do you think is going to win the title, but I, I think a lot of you guys will, will, will give me the easy pick there. So let's see. Why don't you give me your favorite play in the 8K range? I think um, there are several options there that outside of the sort of semi-obvious Aljamain Sterling could be a little bit sneaky, could have upside, and maybe worth targeting at least from a, a leverage contrarian aspect. So if you have any takes... Would love to hear it. Without further ado, let's get into my cash game play of the week, which is going to be Aljamain Sterling at 8.9K. All right, for cash games, I'm going with the main event favorite here, Aljamain Sterling, minus 253 to win, 8.9K. Like, the thing is, Ian Gary's priced up to 9.6, and we have Rodriguez, 9.5, and Silva, 9.4, and like... Aljamain is only 8.9K. It's a very reasonable price to pay in a matchup that he could just dominate on the ground. I mean, Sean O'Malley is a very skillful striker, and I have been higher on him than the public, but I don't love his first layer takedown defense. I don't really love his get-up game, and I think Aljamain Sterling can have success there. Averages more than two takedowns landed for 15 minutes. Very, very good back taker. Even if the fight plays out on the feet, I mean, Aljamain is absorbing 2.3 strikes per minute, 58% defense. I don't think this is completely one-sided. And the chances of O'Malley going out there and, and knocking Aljamain out very quickly, I just don't think are that high, in which case Sterling should have a very, very strong floor and ceiling. Um, Sterling is plus 115 to win inside the distance. Again, grappling, not dependent fighter, but uh, a good stylistic matchup for Sterling to have success on the ground. He scores very well, typically in fights, coming off a 121 win over Cejudo, 152 over TJ Dillashaw. And again, this is a decent price to pay for a moderate favorite, good inside the distance line, strong grappling advantage here. I think Sterling's a great cash game play, and I think he's a great tournament play too. Um, O'Malley, you can look to pivot to in tournaments at 7.3K. He'll need to keep the fight upright to win this one, I think. And he can do that. I think he'll be a little bit more popular than I would like in tournaments to target him with any urgency. Um, so Aljamain, definitely my preferred play in the matchup, and I like him in all formats. All right, moving on to my tournament play of the week. We'll go to the near the top of the board here with Gregory Rodriguez at 9.5K. Rodriguez is minus 353 to win against Dennis Tululin. Um, I think Again, I think Rodriguez has a pretty clear grappling advantage here against Tululin, who was just kind of wiped out on the feet by Jin Young Park in the first round in his last matchup. Previously knocked out Jamie Pickett. Prior to that, was submitted by uh, Kizrayev. And Gregory Rodriguez like has some durability issues. I think we even talked about Bruno Ferreira as a cheap dog to play against him last time out, where he got knocked out. 
durability issues, um, fight IQ issues, but he's he's a really good fighter. I mean, he's a really good fighter. He's a good striker, and he's a very good wrestler and grappler, and I just think he has a huge advantage against Tallulah on the ground, which is why the odds are where they are. Minus 353 to win, minus 220 to win inside the distance in what could be round one grappling domination. Rodriguez at 9.5K is expensive. I do prefer him to Ian Gary and Silva in this top end. Maybe there's some, you know, maybe there's some risk of Rodriguez getting knocked out, um, losing the fight, wanting to strike when he should grapple. But I just, I think Rodriguez has a very, very strong floor and ceiling in a win in what should be a very good stylistic matchup for him against the step down in competition. Um, I think he's a really strong tournament play. 9.5K is a, a big price tag, but um, I'll have moderate exposure to Rodriguez this week. All right, my salary play of the week, I will give out Marina Morose here at 7.9K. She's in the opening prelim fight against Karine Silva. Actually, Morose submitted Silva a long time ago on the regional scene, so a little interesting tidbit for you there. Silva's now minus 145, Morose plus 126. Silva's won inside the distance in her last two UFC fights. She always wins inside the distance. I don't think she's ever won a fight past round two. I do think Silva could have some early grappling success here, but the issue is Marina Rodriguez has better cardio, has more proven offensive ability over 15 minutes. I mean, she went the distance with Myra Bueno Silva. She went the distance with Angela Hill. She went the distance with Jennifer Maya, and Silva doesn't, win fights like that typically Moreau strikes at a pretty high pace she can grapple a little bit and Silva is the type to dominate fights or lose you know and so in her last two wins she's been dominant she's had big moments turned them into finishes that's great it's possible she can do that to Moreau's here but Moreau's has never been finished in her professional career and if Silva can't get Moreau's out of there quickly I think it's very likely that Moreau's can turn the tide win this fight over the distance, or even find another win uh, inside the distance against Silva, who tends to slow down, has been finished in several of her losses. So 7.9K, Morose is only plus 350 to win uh, inside the distance. Excuse me. I don't think she's going to be very popular. I think Silva's going to be the more popular play of the two. So uh, you, you save some salary on Morose. I also think she's a good leverage target against a more popular Silva. Um Certainly not a guarantee here. I think Silva probably will have some success early, but I'm looking more toward the long-term macro perspective on Silva as a fighter who I have current concerns about outside of round one. I think Moroz can trouble her in that area, and I will be taking chances on Moroz there at 7.9K. All right, finally, the matchup of the week. I'm going with Andre Petrosky against Gerald Mearshart. Petrosky is the favorite, minus 236. Mearshart plus 197. On DraftKings, Petrosky 8.8K, Mearshart 7.4K. Again, I have concerns with Petrosky over the duration too. I have cardio concerns with him. Um, he's quit before in fights, in my opinion. And I think, you know, he can play the hammer well, but he's not great at playing the nail. So at some point, we're going to see him exposed probably. It, it probably won't happen against Gerald Mearshart. Um, but the thing with Gerald Mearshart is that he just gives up a ton of offensive production to every opponent he faces. I mean, he's defending takedowns at 29%, and he does not mind being on his back. And Petrosky is a more aggressive wrestler and a good grappler, and Petrosky's coming off an eight-takedown performance against Willington Termon. 
Petrovsky can probably take Mearshart down whenever he wants to, and I think that's what's going to happen early. It's going to lead to the theory where if Petrovsky wins, it's going to come from grappling success, takedowns, control. Um, Petrovsky's also plus 100 to win inside the distance. 8.8K is a good price tag to pay, not too expensive. He could be a little bit popular there, but coming off four wins in a row, four big scores, I think Petrovsky is a pretty strong floor and ceiling in a win against an opponent who gives up offensive production. So I like Petrovsky there. If Mearshart wins, though, I think it's probably a submission. Um, Petrovsky was submitted on the Ultimate Fighter. He's lost inside the distance on the regional scene. And Mearshart tends to last a while in grappling exchanges especially, and he can kind of turn the momentum late. He has multiple third-round finishes. And it might just take one mistake from Petrovsky to where if Mearshart ends up in top position in round two, or round three, for example, he might be able to, to, to lock up a choke. And I think that's pretty realistic, um, you know, as an opportunity for the upset. Mearshart's plus 230 to win inside the distance. That's a strong number for 7.4K. I do think he's going to be losing this fight until he wins. Um, so I'm picking Petrovsky to win. I think he's going to have success early, but it might just take one moment for Mearshart to jump on the neck, turn the tide, and find a submission of his own. Um, the fight is minus 270 ends inside the distance. So I just think it's a really good matchup to target from a DraftKings perspective. That's going to do it this week's four UFC quick picks. Thank you so much for the support. You can follow me on Twitter, Brett Apley, double T, double P. Just got off, you know, a two-hour podcast with my guys, Technical Tim, Ryan Larkin there on the Daily Fan MMA uh, site. So I highly encourage you to check out that if you're looking for more breakdowns. We also got full written breakdowns, projections, all that good stuff uh, will be on the site this weekend. Again, thank you for the support. Best of luck in your contest this week. We'll talk to you all soon. Peace.